for Here's Your Participation Trophy Trivia with Dennis and Justin. Hello, everyone. My name is Justin, and I'm here to mess up this introduction. Just kidding. It's your real favorite host. He applies it directly to the forehead. It's me. It's Dennis, not the head-on commercial. That's okay. Um, but nonetheless, welcome to Here's Your Participation Trophy Trivia. I was getting harassed before we pressed recording to not mess it up, and so I figured I would channel my favorite person who messes it up. Justin, how are you doing today? Apparently, I'm Dennis, which is a great honor, and I will only boost you up on this show. Hi, everyone. That's fine. I would boost you up, but here we are. Nonetheless, <laughs> this is a special episode. If you remember a couple of episodes back, hopefully you've listened to them. Justin told you we were going to start bringing uh, different people onto the show. And Justin and I thought it would be fun if we bring somebody who's actually a hassle and who is more problematic than a Gen Zer. And so that's exactly what we did. We brought somebody who is the definition of Minnesota nice. She loves her some BJ's mashed potatoes and she is very infected always. The queen, Lauren. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you I'm, for having me, my old millennial friend. Whoa. Oh, it'll be great. <laughs> Nonetheless, though, it's also going to make this game interesting is before each round, with the exception of the round that Lauren has written for us, Justin and I are going to guess how many Lauren are going to get right in our category to see who can actually predict what a Gen Zer will do. Um, and so this is going to be a fun episode. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, but we're going to go straight to round one. Justin, don't mess it up. Round one. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it. So for round one, everyone, we're going to do a category called Millennial Relics. During this round, I'll be asking questions that will test your knowledge on popular relics from the millennial generation. I have six questions. So honestly, let's just see if you're smarter than a Gen Z kid. And Lauren, I think this round, I think you may get, mm, I'm going to say three of these. I'm going to say you get three right out of six. That's kind um, of you. Thank you. Lauren, I think you're going to do really well this first round. Like, I just have faith in you. So I'm going to say that you get well, one out of six. <laughs> I think that was the most belief Dennis has ever actually um, portrayed in me. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Very fair. Very fair. <laughs> All right. So with that, we have six questions. Question number one, box stitch lanyards or friendship lanyards were huge in the late 90s. How many pieces of plastic string were needed to create this lanyard? Box stitch lanyards or friendship lanyards were huge in the late 90s. How many pieces of plastic string were needed to create this lanyard? Question number two. Before we had MP3 players, we as teens had to burn our music to CD-ROM discs, which we had to carry around in CD-carrying cases with our Walkmans and extra batteries. So my question is, what does CD-ROM stand for? Before we had MP3 players, we as teens had to burn our music to CD-ROM discs, which we had to carry around in CD-carrying cases with our Walkmans and extra batteries. My question is, what does CD-ROM stand for? Question number three. This free software peer-to-peer -peer file sharing platform was released in the year 2000 for free download with an enhanced pro version. Powered by BitTorrent, this software allowed users to share content without authorization. Within 10 years of its release, it was effectively stopped by an injunction placed by a U.S. federal judge in 2010. Which software, software platform was this? I'll read that again. This free software peer-to-peer -peer file sharing platform was released in the year 2000 for free download with an enhanced pro version. Powered by BitTorrent, the software allowed users to share content without authorization. Within 10 years of its release, it was effectively stopped by an injunction placed by a U.S. federal judge in 2010. Which software platform was this? Question number four. Although inflatable furniture had been a thing since the 60s, most kids in the 90s wanted inflatable furniture because a certain celebrity released a brand. Who was the celebrity? I'll read that again. Although inflatable furniture had been a thing since the 60s, most kids in the 90s wanted inflatable furniture because a certain celebrity released a brand. Who was the celebrity? Question number five. Before irrational investment trends like Dogecoin existed, we had Beanie Babies. 
Beanie Babies took the world by storm when they were released in 1993. What was the name of the company that produced Beanie Babies and was responsible for creating an artificial scarcity demand scheme? I'll read that again. Before irrational investment trends like Dogecoin existed, we had Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies took the world by storm when they were released in 1993. What was the name of the company that produced Beanie Babies and responsible for creating an artificial scarcity demand scheme? Question number six. The Netflix we know today is incredibly complex compared to how it started out. When it was released, it was simply a DVD mail delivery service that arrived in its well-known red envelopes. In what year was Netflix as a company founded? The Netflix we know today is incredibly complex compared to how it started out. When it was released, it was simply a DVD mail delivery service that arrived in its well-known red envelopes. In what year was Netflix as a company founded? All right, so pause now if y'all need more time to go through those. I know a couple of those were long, but we're going to jump right in to see how well Dennis and Lauren did with these. So question number one, box stitch lanyards or friendship lanyards were huge in the late 90s. How many pieces of plastic string were needed to create this lanyard? Go ahead, Lauren. How many was it? I guess four. Dennis? That's not correct, right, Justin? No, that's not correct. Great. Dang. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's three, right, Justin? No, it's actually just two. Really? Uh, yes. You had two that you folded together. And what you always wanted to do was find the person who could start it. Everyone could do it. You could figure it out. But you had to find the, the person who could actually start it. And it was usually like this like 16-year-old girl on the bus who could always do it. So it's two pieces of plastic string that start the whole process. Question number two. Before we had MP3 players, we as teens had to burn our music to CD-ROM discs which we had to carry around in our CD carrying cases with our Walkmans and extra batteries because anti-skip took everything out of it. What does CD-ROM stand for? Lauren? My guess is circular disc, radio or music. Dennis? I know this it's compact so disc, but I don't know what the ROM part is. <laughs> Go back to fifth grade when we were on those weird looking alien Apple Mac computers and learning about everything. Uh, it stands for compact disc read only memory. That's why you had to burn things to it because it could only be read and you couldn't like destroy it. So anyway, question number three, this free software peer-to-peer -peer file sharing platform was released in 2000 for free download with an enhanced pro version. Within 10 years of its release, it was effectively stopped by an injunction placed by a U.S. federal judge in 2010. Which software platform was this? It's one of two, and I don't know which one he did. So, Lauren, go ahead. Is it LimeWire? It is LimeWire. Lauren, right. good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. It was Thank the you. dates around that, because there were a lot of them, and Napster was a big one. But I was Napster like, was the other one I was thinking Lime of. LimeWire was the one that case. people knew how to use, so LimeWire was Be the one real. that also infected every computer. So question number four, although inflatable furniture had been a thing since the 60s, most kids in the 90s wanted inflatable furniture because a certain celebrity released a brand. Who was this celebrity? Lauren? I have no idea. So I'm going to guess Madonna. <laughs> Madonna? <laughs> she was in the 90s. She happened. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Justin, I don't know if this was the answer you were thinking of or if it's the right one, but I know that I wanted this one and I couldn't get it. Um, so I tried to convince my sister to get it because that was an easier sell. Is it Britney Spears? It was Britney Spears. Good yeah. job. <laughs> she, she was I looking thought. for a, a niche market to like infuse herself in and she thought inflatable furniture was it. And it was a hit. She did a good job. So question number five, before irrational investment trends like Dogecoin existed, we had Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies took the world by storm when they were released in 1993. What was the name of the company that produced Beanie Babies and responsible for creating an artificial scarcity demand scheme? She don't know it. Well, I don't know if it's the actual name, but it was on the tag. It says T-Y. Wow, you actually remember the tag. I was going to see if she would even remember the tag. <laughs> I remember the tag. The tag says T-Y, which probably stands Thatcher. No, no. Okay. No, it's actually T-Y right actually stands for Ty. Just, yeah. It's oh, it's great. Ty Warner. Yeah, Ty. Oh. It's Ty Inc. Yeah. Ty Warner was the creator and Ty Inc. is the company. So I'll give that to y'all. It was really, wow. I just want to see who could remember the tag. So yes. And Dennis and I had to live through like they would release like 20 beanie babies 
to people and it was a lot and like beanie babies nowadays will still sell for or certain ones are still selling for like thousands of dollars for collectors it's wild anyway so question number six the netflix we know today is incredibly complex compared to how it started out when it was released it was simply a dvd mail delivery service that arrived in its well-known red envelopes in what year was netflix as a company founded i'm guessing 1999 because it was the best year I think you're close. I know it was late 90s or early 2000s. The thing is, is I don't know which year, but I can tell you what the first film was because that is usually the trivia question of Netflix. Um, and it was Beetlejuice. But <laughs> I have no idea. So I am going to guess 2001. It was actually 1997 is when Netflix was founded. Wow. Yes. So yeah, Lauren so wasn't Lauren, you're actually born. Closer. Lauren, you were born in 1999. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, that ends it for round one, and I will pass it over to Dennis for round two. Round two. So round two, we are taking it to they left what for what? And if you were like me, you stole your sister's M Magazine or Tiger Beat. Um, and, and that was because that's where you got all of the fun news. Because what is Twitter? What was even MySpace at that point? Uh, but nonetheless, boy bands, girl groups, R&B groups were everything. A and you got all the information. And the best part was when there was an exciting headline that someone left when you weren't doing the quizzes. And so that is what we are going to talk about. I am going to give you the year in which somebody left a band for whatever reason. Uh, and then I'm gonna tell you what their first solo single was after they left that band. So for example, I could say they originally left it, uh, their band during a hiatus in 2002 and their first solo single was Work It Out. Now, if you're a Beyonce stan like me, you know that that answer is Beyonce and the band that she left was Destiny's Child. So you're looking for both the person who left and what band they left from. Uh, so we're gonna kick it off. Number one, they left their band in 2001 and their first solo single was What You Waiting For? Again, they left their band in 2001, and their first solo single was What You Waiting For. Number two, they left their band in 2002. Their first solo single was Like I Love You. Again, number two, they left their band in 2002. Their first solo single was Like I Love You. Number three, they left their band in 1998. So Lauren wasn't born. And their first single was Look At Me on their Schizophonic album. Gave you an extra hint there. I think this one's a tough one. Again, they left their band in 1998 and their first single was Look At Me on their Schizophonic album. Question number four, they left their band around 2002 and their first solo single was Stole. Again, they left their band around 2002 and their first solo single was Stole. Number five, Justin, this one's for you. They left their band in 1997, but their first solo single was Doo-Wop That Thing. Again, they left their band in 1997, and their first solo single was Doo-Wop, That Thing. Question number six, Lauren, I'm going to go to one where you were actually alive. <laughs> they left their band in 2009, and their first solo single was Don't Hold Your Breath. 
again. They left their band in 2009 and their first solo single was Don't Hold Your Breath. Question number seven, they left their band arguably in 2003. Their first solo single was Shut Up. If you say 2005, their first single was What's Left of Me. Again, they left their band arguably in 2003 and their first solo single was Shut Up. But if you say they left in 2005, their first single was What's Left of Me. And finally, question number eight, they left their band during a hiatus in late 1999. Their first single was Got to Get It, but you probably know the second single released off of the Unleash the Dragon album. Again, they left their band during a hiatus in late 1999. Their first single was Got to Get It, but you probably know the second single released off of the Unleash the Dragon album. Pause there if you need some more time. Justin, we got to make our guess here of how many Lauren got now. For those of you who don't know, we actually get to see Lauren's face. So I could see how many she was like, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go with three here, Justin. I'm going to say she got three. Uh, I only got like four, I think. So oh, <laughs> my gosh. Two. <laughs> All right. That's a good guess. We're going to start with number one. They left their band in 2001. Their first solo single was What You Waiting For. Lauren, you're a special okay. guest. I don't know the band, but I'm pretty sure it's Gwen Stefani. It is Gwen Stefani. Justin, can you finish it out and tell her the band? Pussycat Dolls is what she was originally in, right? No, that was Did, you, did you honestly just say that Gwen Stefani was part of the Pussycat Dolls? I don't know. I thought so. <laughs> Somebody clip this and send it to your friends because this is the wildest answer I have ever heard in my life. Um, no, Justin, Gwen Stefani was in No Doubt, um, oh, which is Jesus. wild that you said the <laughs> Pussycat Dolls and I'm never letting you live that one down for the rest wow. of my life. Well, that's a moralized, um, so. <laughs> wild. Okay, we're definitely leaving that in. That is not going to get edited out. Um, question number two. They left their band in 2002 and their first solo single was Like I Love You. Lauren's pretty excited about this one. I have faith in her. Justin Timberlake who left NSYNC. That is yes. correct. Yes. Here we go. I'm so proud of you. All right, question number three. They left their band in 1998 and their first single was Look At Me on their Schizophonic album. I swear I've heard the word schizophonic before, but I have zero idea. And that's why yeah. I put the album in here. That was the the clue I could give you without giving it away. Justin, do you know this one? Mm -mm. She also did a cover of It's Raining Men, which was the only song off of the album that actually got any traction in the U.S. Justin, does that give you any hint? Oh, what was her name? Um, J No, I'll see. Yes, yes, Jerry yes. Is it Jerry Halloway? Is that who it, it is? is wow. Jerry Halliwell <laughs> from the Spice Girls. She yes. is Ginger Spice from the Spice uh, Girls. Yeah. Um, Justin, yes, that is exactly it. I am so wow. proud of you. You made it up for the Pussycat Dolls. I'm so sorry, um, y'all. <laughs> so stupid. Number four, they left their band around 2002, and their first solo single was Stole. Lauren, do you know this one? I think so. All right. This is a guess, mind you. I think it's Kelly Rowland. And they left. Destiny's Child? That is correct. It is Here Kelly Rowland. And Good she job. did leave Destiny's Child. I want to be clear. I always thought Kelly Rowland was going to be bigger than Beyonce. Yep, that's right. I said it because this album came out first. It was a much bigger deal when it first came out. And I was like, whoa, Kelly Rowland's going to be the star. Plus, who didn't love Dilemma with Nelly? Mm. Who didn't? Um, next, Justin, I literally wrote this one for you being like, Justin's going to get this one. This is the only one that I was like, this is for Justin. And he <laughs> made faces this whole time. So if you don't get it right, I'm going to be really bad. They left their band in 1997 and their first solo single was doo-wop that thing. Oh, 
Justin, please. Lauren Hill, and she was in the Fugees before. So. Yes, she was in the Fugees. Lauren, did you know that she was in the Fugees before? I know that the first two letters were F U. Oh, she was in some. <laughs> great. That was so <laughs> close. Um, Lauren, you are doing better than I thought. All right. Number six, they left their band in 2009, and their first solo single was Don't Hold Your Breath. Lauren, do you know the artist? I think, I don't remember how to say her last name. That's but fine. it's like Nicole Scherzinger. Yes, it is Nicole Scherzinger. And Justin, what I know, band shut did up. she leave? <laughs> she left the Pussycat Dolls. Now I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Good job. Nicole Scherzinger is the one who left the Pussycat Dolls, not Gwen Stefani, in case if you were curious. Number seven, they left their band arguably in 2003, which would mean their first solo single was Shut Up. But if you say that they left their band in 2005, the first single was What's Left of Me. Lauren, do you know the singer in the band? I don't know the band. I think I know the singer, but it makes me feel gross to say it. But I think, is it R. Kelly? No, it is not R. Kelly. That is very incorrect. Justin, do you know this one? You helped it. Thank you, Lord. It's um, Nick Lachey and 98 Degrees, right? It is Nick Lachey and 98 Degrees. Um, Again, they banned allegedly ended in 2003 because they just kind of disappeared. But they said they didn't break up, but they never came out with another song. Um, And in 2005 is when they officially announced that they weren't coming back together. Um, So good try, Lauren. Um, Well, he, he hosts Love is Blind. Yes. That's oh my gosh, look at you catching okay. up. Yes, All right, ma'am. We're going there. Sorry. Okay, okay. this is an extra bonus question um, that I just feel is important for us to know the answer. Lauren, do you know who Nick Lachey was first married to? Before Vanessa? Before Vanessa. Mm. Oh my gosh, this makes me want to jump off a bridge. It does. No. <laughs> bridge. Um, no, Nick Lachey was previously married to Jessica Simpson. And they even had their own MTV reality show. Y'all, Lauren's shocked. We're going to have to introduce her. To- Incredible. Let's do it. <laughs> it's wild. Okay. Just in case if you want to know how Gen Z Lauren was, there's your answer, friends. Um, <laughs> all right. Question number eight. This one's a little tricky. Um, I couldn't give it away because if I told you the actual second release song, you would definitely know who it was. Um, they left their band during a hiatus in 1999. Their first single was Got to Get It, but you probably know the second single released off of the Unleash the Dragon album. Lauren, do you know this one? Literally zero idea. What if Great. I gave you a hint of, because I know Justin knows it. He's he's nodding quite a bit over there. What yeah. if I told you the second single was about an article of clothing? <laughs> All right, it Justin, let her in. It's Justin Cisco. The, the second single was the thong song by Cisco. And he oh. originally left Drew Hill. That is correct. It is Cisco and Drew Hill. Um, so honestly, Lauren, you did better than we thought. Uh, and you at least knew that Gwen Stefani wasn't a part of the Pussycat Dolls. So <laughs> arguably you're doing just as good. So great job. Nonetheless, let's see if you can stump the millennials. Let's go to round number three. Round three. Let's try. I did create a semi-millennial based one just for the two of you to figure it wouldn't make it super hard. Uh, My category is called The Jukes is Loose. Uh, During this round, I will be asking questions that will put your true crime knowledge to the test in the largest criminal and civil cases uh, that have emerged over the last 30 years. I have eight questions. Let's see if you can get out of this as smooth as OJ did. With that, ooh, yikes. Mm-mm. <laughs> we'll talk about too soon, too late. I don't know. <laughs> You're fine. Number one, <laughs> we're going to start easy with the category's name. On June 17th of 1994, OJ Simpson raced down the freeway, followed by police and helicopters in an infamous vehicle chase. What was the color, make, and model of the car he was driving? Again, O.J. Simpson raced down the freeway, followed by police and helicopters in a really big, infamous vehicle chase. What was the color, make, and model of his vehicle? Number two. 
This infamous case broke the hearts of people everywhere on Christmas Eve of 2002, when a woman carrying their unborn son was murdered by her husband. What is the name of her husband who was later sentenced to death? Again, this infamous case broke the hearts of people everywhere on Christmas Eve of 2002 when a woman carrying their unborn son was murdered by her husband. What is the name of the husband who was later sentenced to death? I've seen some good faces in this. It brings me joy. Number three, this celebrity was at fault for violating the terms of their probation arising from two drunken driving incidents in 2007. In the 2010 trial that attracted a record number of television viewers, this celebrity was sentenced to a three-month jail term and rehab. Who is this celebrity? Again, two drunken driving incidents in 2007 and a 2010 trial that attracted a record number of television viewers. This celebrity was sentenced to a three-month jail term and rehab. Number four. In 2009, American student Amanda Knox was on trial for a murder that had taken place in Italy. She was close to both the victim and her co-defendant who was tried alongside her. What was her relationship to the alleged victim of the crime? Again, in 2009, American student Amanda Knox was on trial for a murder that had taken place in Italy she was close to the victim and her co-defendant who was tried with her. What was her relationship to the alleged victim of the crime? Number five. In 1999, Bill Clinton became the second president of the United States who was impeached. While Monica Lewinsky is usually the woman centered in this scandal, there was a sexual harassment lawsuit that preceded the Lewinsky affair coming to light. What was the name of the woman who filed the harassment suit against Clinton before? Again, Monica Lewinsky is usually the woman who is talked about at the center of the scandal, but there was a sexual harassment lawsuit that preceded it. What was the name of the woman who filed that lawsuit? Number six. On March 5th of 2004, Martha Stewart's good things became illegal things when she was convicted of conspiracy, obstruction, and lying to federal investigators and was sentenced to federal prison. How many months did she spend in federal prison? She was sentenced for conspiracy, obstruction, and lying to federal investigators how many months did she spend in federal prison? Number seven. In 2006, Enron executives Ken Lay and Jeff Skilling faced charges of fraud, insider trading, and conspiracy. Once considered the most innovative large company, what did Enron sell? When they were facing charges of fraud, insider trading, and conspiracy, they were considered the most innovative large company. What did Enron sell? At number eight, in July of 2008, two-year-old Kaylee Anthony was reported missing by her grandmother, Cindy, demanding her daughter, Casey Anthony's arrest. When investigators first approached Casey, how did she explain Kaylee's disappearance? Again, when investigators first approached Casey Anthony after her two-year-old daughter was reported missing, how did she explain Kaylee's disappearance? <laughs> For context, y'all, what I'm seeing on the screen is a lot of emphatic nodding on Dennis's part <laughs> and Justin looking particularly upset with me. So, Lauren, this was a great category. I'm all for this you. category. I thank am. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, you're never going to complain about my pop culture questions ever again. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. Let's go over the answers. Whoever can go first that you want. 
Number oh, one. Oh, Justin's going first I'll go on first. all of these. I'll go Great. First. Justin I'll go will first. go first. Um, number one, we're talking about OJ racing down the freeway. Famous, probably the most famous vehicle chase of all time. What was the color, make, and model of the car OJ was driving, Justin? No clue. Not you have one. got to be kidding me. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> I don't know what I'm more upset over, Justin not knowing this car or Justin thinking that Gwen Stefani's in the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, it would be a white Denver Bronco. Um, so the Denver Broncos are an NFL football team. Well, it's a Denver something. <laughs> or it's a Bronco. It's a Bronco something. It is a Bronco. Do you know who makes a Bronco? No, because I don't care. It's a gas a car. If you're the gas a car company. A Ford. Correct. Thank you. Great. A white Ford Bronco. Drag him, Ford. Ford. <laughs> Drag him. Bro. Did you know okay. the NFL is in the automobile industry? I did it. You sure did. Right Great. Love this for us. All right. Number two. We're talking about the infamous case that broke hearts on Christmas Eve. A man killed his wife and their unborn son. Who is this man? Is Justin, it, who do you think? Is it Scott Peterson? Is that his it name? It is Scott okay, Peterson. Woo. Thank Woo. God. <laughs> Got one. His wife. Dennis? His wife was Lacey Peterson. You're right. That's exactly I knew the it. wife instantly. I could not think of his name, but I got it. Proud of y'all. You got there. All right. Three. This one, I actually thought about the two of you while I was writing it. So we're talking about a celebrity who violated the terms of their probation, two drunken driving incidents in 2007, a trial in 2010, three months of jail and rehab. It was all the rage. Justin, who do you think it is? I know it's one of the teens act. Oh, I'm just going to say it was Lindsay Lohan because that's the only thing it I can think is. of. It is! It is Lindsay Lohan! <laughs> I'm yes. so proud. Killing it, y'all. Those pictures were legendary. Iconic. I remember being in middle school and being like, wow, Lindsay's off the rails. Mm-hmm. You were right. But look at her now. She's killing it. She's doing the best. Okay. 2009, Amanda Knox was on trial for murder in Italy. She was close to her victim and her co-defendant, alleged victim, excuse me, and co-defendant. What was her relationship to the alleged victim? Justin, do you know? I want to say she, because they shared an apartment, and I remember that was part of it, so I'm just going to say she was a roommate. She was a roommate. And they were roommates. Absolutely. Fabulous. Fantastic. Dennis, did you get it? Yeah, of course. Of course you did. Okay. All right. Now we got uh, Mr. Ex-President Clinton. Bill Clinton became the second president of the United States. This is a hard one. Unless you've seen the show or paid a lot of attention, this is going to be interesting. So Monica Lewinsky is obviously usually centered in the scandal. Icon. (laughs) Queen. Icon. We love. Um, But actually, the reason that affair came to light is because of a different sexual harassment suit filed against Bill Clinton, by which woman? Justin, do you know? I'm trying to remember because I remember there was a name. Um, I remember the lawsuit, but I have no idea her name. Not a clue. Because I because I, I know there were several that came to light at the same time, but there was one that like mm-hmm. went through. I think the one that because I did watch it. Um, but it was there's Juanita and Leslie. Those are the two names I know of, but I don't know of another one. Does Paula Jones ring a bell? Never would have pulled it. Yeah. Hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have pulled it. That's the one. Sweet. Next one. We're talking good things. Martha Stewart became illegal things when she was convicted. How many months did that woman spend in probably a very cushy federal prison? No clue. You have a guess, Justin? I, it wasn't long. That's all I remember. I don't Correct. remember. Yeah. I think it was like two months. Like, I, nope, more. But I don't know. I don't know. It was more. Dennis? Wasn't it five? It was five. Five whole months. Look at her go. And look at her now. Everyone's favorite fell in. Really? Truthfully. Isn't she really good friends with Snoop now? Yeah. Yeah. I love that for her. Let's be clear. She didn't snitch. She just did did it. it. (laughs) A goat. Truthfully. All right. Now we got Enron. I want to be clear. I didn't know what Enron was prior to this. Um, so if you don't know, I will not judge, but my partner informed me about it while I was writing this category. So in 2006, Enron executives, insert names, face charges of fraud, insider trading, and conspiracy. They're one-time convi- or 
told, you know, they were the most innovative large company. What did they actually sell? Justin, did you know? Yeah, it wasn't like natural gas and like electricity. It, it was energy. Yeah. 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 Yep. Natural gas energy is absolutely the correct answer. Last but certainly not least, everyone's favorite true crime case. Maybe not. Justin's, Justin's not giving me, but Dennis is very enthusiastic. So in July of 2008, two-year-old Kaylee Anthony was reported missing by her grandmother, demanding for her daughter Casey Anthony's arrest. When investigators approached Casey, how did she explain Kaylee's disappearance? Justin, do you have a guess? Um, the, I and Dennis is gonna be so upset with me because we watched this whole documentary together, and I'm really bad now because I remember a lot of it, and but this specifically, I I know it had something to do with the pool and like she oh, left her in the no. pool but i just remember that's she was what i think happened no justin that's what i think happened oh, justin, okay. <laughs> justin <laughs> is telling you what i believe happened to <laughs> kaylee anthony which for the record i am one of the few people in the united states that does not believe that casey anthony murdered her child um or in the very least the prosecutor really did a terrible job on this case because i that's actively true. I actively watched HLN every day. This made Nancy Grace a star. Um, Originally, she said that she left it with Zanny the Nanny. Absolutely, she did. Yeah. She had this whole, like, she got kidnapped by the nanny conspiracy thing. Yeah, it started there. Then it was like, I left her at Disney World and I worked there, but we're just walking through the halls. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And then they were like, oh, because they later found Xanax on her, which people on the streets called that Zannies and they were like that's where she came up with the babysitter's name it was wild it was wild absolutely crazy Lauren that was a great category good job thank you appreciate it that was good worked hard round four so in this category I'm calling it celeb connections so I'm going to be giving you five movies that will be connected by the same actor or actress who played in each film For each movie, I will give you the year it was released and two facts about the film. You will have to guess both the name of the film and throughout the five films, the common actor or actress that played in all five. So with that, we'll get started. Movie number one, this movie was released in 1999. It won the Golden Trailer Awards for Trashiest Trailer. And it involves a vicious bet and cocaine found in the cross of a rosary. I'll read through all of them and then come back through. Sorry, y'all, first time doing this category. Movie number two. This movie was released in 2001, won MTV Movie Awards for uh, Award for Best Dressed, and the plot really kicks off with the legal defense of a fitness instructor. Movie number three, this movie was released in 2002. It involves a long-awaited first dance between longtime husband and wife. And it grossed over $35 million during its debut weekend. Movie number four, this movie was released in 2005. This biographical film ends with an accepted marriage proposal on stage. The lead actor and lead actress both won awards for Best Actor and Best Actress, respectively. And movie number five, this movie was released in 2016. It involves the attempt to save a failing theater. And the movie features over 85 hit songs from the 1940s to the 2016. So I'm going to go through all five movies again. And then we'll see how well Lauren and Dennis did. So this movie was released in 1999, movie number one. It won the Golden Trailer Awards for Trashiest Trailer. And it involves a vicious bet and cocaine found in a cross of a rosary. Movie number two. This movie was released in 2001. It won MTV Movie Awards Award for Best Dressed. And the plot really kicks off with the legal defense of a fitness instructor. Movie number three. This movie was released in 2002. It involves a long-awaited first dance between longtime husband and wife. And it grossed over $35 million during its debut weekend. Question number four, this movie was released in 2005. It's a biographical film which ends in an accepted marriage proposal on stage. The lead actor and lead actress both won awards for Best Actor and Best Actress, respectively. And the fifth movie was released in 2016. It involves the attempt to save a failing theater. 
And the movie features over 85 hit songs from the 1940s to 2016 when the movie was released. All right. So with that, that's all five movies. Hopefully you found the common actor or actress as well. So we're going to go through and we're going to do each movie. And then by the end, hopefully you'll already have the common actor or actress, but you will have figured it out. So movie number one, this movie was released in 1999. It won the Golden Trailer Awards for Trashiest Trailer. It involves a vicious bet and cocaine found in a cross of a rosary. Do not say the actor or actress, just say the movie title for now. Lauren, do you know which movie this is? Is it Cruel Intentions? I'm so proud of you. It is Cruel Intentions. Okay. Good job. Yes. That's so what I didn't know. So good job, Lauren. I didn't know that you. one. I don't know a lot yes. of these other ones. So this is yes. good. I got yeah, the rest that, of them for sure. There's that good scene at the end with the where they where she gets banned from school. So yeah. Anyway, with the cross or with cocaine found in a cross of rose. Yeah. I just remember that. Yeah. Um, the second movie was released in 2001, um, and it won MTV Movie Awards for Best Dressed, and also a, it involved the legal defense of a fitness instructor. Lauren. Okay, Lauren. <laughs> okay, um, I think this is a movie I highly identify with. So, Legally Blonde. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good job. Right. Yes, that is exactly it. Question or movie number three. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was released in 2002 it involves a long-awaited first dance between longtime husband and wife and it grossed over 35 million dollars during its debut weekend lauren do you know this one lauren you know this i promise you did justin just worded it very well well i know i know who the actress is who is in all of these is it sweet home alabama yes, yes. Yeah. good job Yes. So if you remember the movie, the very end of the movie, they had their final first dance, even though they were married the entire time but trying to get mm -hmm. divorced. So movie number four, this movie was released in 2005. It's a biographical film that ends in the accepted marriage proposal on stage. There's a theme. And the lead actor and actresses both won Best Actor and Best Actress, respectively. Lauren doesn't know this, it looks like. So Dennis, no. I'm going to hand it to you. The co-star was Joaquin Phoenix, Lauren. Do you remember uh, it? No. Not even this a would be about Johnny and Jude Cash. Um, so this is Walk the Line. Yes. Good job, oh, Dennis. I forgot that was a movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's when I fell in love with Walking Phoenix. So, um, oh. And then um, the last movie, this movie was released in 2016. It involves the attempt to save a failing theater. And it features over 85 hit songs from the 1940s to 2016 when it was released. This was a good one, Justin. Lauren, that do you know this one? Sing. No plot line, great music, fabulous. Yeah, I was there for the Tori Kelly songs. That's it. absolutely. So with that, hopefully you all have figured out who the common actor, in this case, actress is through all of these. Lauren, do you know who the common actress is in all five? The lovely Reese Witherspoon. Yes, she is an icon. Woo. So good job, y'all. That was our first time doing that kind of category. Justin, so, that was so good. That was really good. Thank you all. I appreciate it. All right. And we're going to move to round five with Dennis to wrap up the show. Round five. Okay. So as you guys know, my round two was all about trying to figure out who left what. And I decided to kind of keep that theme going. This is going to be, it's who and where. And we're going to talk about some iconic TV shows of the early 2000s-ish. Um, and so Justin has given us a lot of really great categories of this. I'm going to take it from a little bit of a different spin. What I'm going to tell you is I'm going to name three of the recurring characters within the show. So the actual character, not the actor. Uh, and then I'm going to tell you the place in which the show was set. So I'm going to give you the location. That's it. Those three recurring characters and the setting, you tell me which show it was. Um, and so we're going to kick it right off with number one, CJ Craig, Toby Ziegler, Jed Bartlett, Washington, D.C. Again, CJ Craig, Toby Ziegler, Jed Bartlett, Washington, D.C. Number two, Rosario Salazar, Karen Walker, and Will Truman, New York City. 
once again, Rosario Salazar, Karen Walker, and Will Truman, New York City. Number three, and I'm going to be honest, this is a toughie. Joan Carol Clayton, Esquire. Tony Marie Childs Garrett. And Maya Wilkes, Los Angeles, California. Again, Joan Carol Clayton, Esquire. Tony Marie Childs Garrett. And Maya Wilkes, Los Angeles, California. Number four, Kelly Kapowski, Jesse Spano, and Lisa Turtle, Bayside High School. Again, Kelly Kapowski, Jesse Spano, Lisa Turtle, Bayside High School. Number five, and Lauren, I will be so impressed if you pull this. Ruthie Camden, Simon Camden, Mary Camden, Glen Oak, California. Again, Ruthie Camden, Simon Camden, and Mary Camden, Glen Oak, California. Number six. Cheyenne Hart Montgomery, Barbara Jean Hart, and Brock Hart, Houston suburbs. Again, Cheyenne Hart Montgomery, Barbara Jean Hart, and Brock Hart, Houston suburbs. And finally, number seven, Sean Cameron, Manuela Manny Santos, and Wheelchair Jimmy Brooks, Toronto, Ontario. Once again, Sean Cameron, Manuela Manny Santos, and Wheelchair Jimmy Brooks, Toronto, Ontario. All right, if you need some more time, pause, go back and listen if you need to. Hopefully you had some fun with this one. I got a lot of good facial reactions out of this, so I appreciate it. Number one, uh, Lauren, I know you got this one, so I'm actually going to let Justin go first on this one. CJ Craig, Toby Ziegler, Jed Bartlett, Washington, D.C. Justin, do you know that one? the Washington uh, DC DC gives it the West Wing right yeah it is the West Wing correct number two Rosario Salazar Karen Walker and Will Truman New York City Justin do you know this one um I cannot recall it it sounds familiar but I don't know it I can't remember yeah Lauren Will Turner is Will and Will and Grace it is Will yes, and Grace <laughs> Um, and I purposely started with Rosario, who really is the star of the show, um, as uh, Karen's, like, housekeeper. Um, on to the next one. Uh, number three, Joan Carol Clayton Esquire, Tony Marie Childs Garrett, Maya Wilkes, Los Angeles, California. This one's a very tough one. Justin, do you know this one? Um, is it, who was the first person again? This is the one that would give it away. It's Joan Carol Clayton. Esquire. Is it um, Girlfriends? Is that it? It is Girlfriends, yeah, okay. which was a CW special um, iconic um, for Black women as the four stars of the show. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Next one, number four, Kelly Kapowski, Jesse Spano, Lisa Turtle, Bayside High School. Lauren, which one's this? Saved by the Bell. This is Saved by the Bell. On to number five. And Lauren, I will be so shocked if you pulled this out. It is Ruthie Camden, Simon Camden, and Mary Camden, Glen Oak, California. It has heaven in the title, right? It does. 
and then I don't remember what number. It's Justin, like, it's like can a you number. finish it? Justin, can seventh, you? It's seventh heaven. <laughs> it is seventh heaven. When I see their smiling faces smiling back at me, seventh heaven. All right. Number six, Justin, I know you know this one. I purposely picked these three because I was trying to make it a little difficult here. Cheyenne Hart Montgomery, Barbara Jean Hart, and Brock Hart in the Houston suburbs. Lauren, do you know this? Was this one on Hallmark? No. No, it wasn't. I mean, the reruns might be, but it's not actively. I can't remember. Is it the, okay, I'm going based on the last name. Okay. It's like, there's a show that's called, isn't no. there one that's like it's already no. If you already no. are having to go with it's called, no. then no. Because oh, no. Lauren, you're not a survivor. It's okay. Justin. It's Reba. It's Reba. Reba. Oh. I'm a survivor. Who doesn't love that? All right. Number seven, Sean Cameron, Manuela, Manny Santos, and my personal favorite, wheelchair, Jimmy Brooks in Toronto, Ontario. I think you both have gotten this one. Lauren, what is it? I used to have to stay up late and sneak watch this in my parents' basement at night. Uh, Degrassi. Yes, it is. And for clarification, if you're playing at home, it was technically the next generation, um, but it's the only one that mattered. So it's okay. Uh, Nonetheless, great job on that one, y'all. And that is the end of round five. Awesome. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. You have just been a joy to work with. And you did so good. You did great. We need to figure out how much money we owe you now or for the bet. Who won the bet? I'll give you 14 cents. I'll take every penny of that. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on y'all. This was a joy and I seemed less stupid than I think I initially thought. And that's a big note to you, Dennis. Thank you. Remember your pussycat dolls. That's all that matters. Uh, So I will forever be living that one in, in doubt of myself with all the doubt, no doubt at all. So thank you all for joining us. We really appreciate it. And please like, share, subscribe. Please, please, please like, share, subscribe. Honestly, we're having a lot of fun with this. A lot of people are starting to communicate with us about things. And so we do have someone already lined up for our next show to join us as a guest. And so we'll be doing that and continuing that. It's a lot of fun. So we hope you all had fun uh, at home as well, listening to us with that. Goodbye, everyone. And thank you. Thanks for playing with us. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time.